What's up, everybody? KJ here. This is a live Facebook version of my uh, KJ Fazio podcast. I thought I would grab some questions or actually get some um, some feedback from you guys, my uh, incredible fan base, uh, about something that um, while I have been very uh, aware of, something that just popped up um, just recently. I thought I would get some feedback on, and really this kind of started, the, the, the spark of this impetus started with a Twitter post that I just put up, and I can already tell that it's garnering a lot of reaction, and so the title of this is, Your Thoughts on Kanye's Sunday Service, question mark, and uh, for those that may not be familiar, Kanye West, uh, I feel like for the last, and at least the last couple months, um, has been putting up snippets of different tracks, songs, um, things like that, related to something he's doing called the Sunday Service. And uh, a lot of people in the Christian rap world slash church world, this has really kind of caught their attention because uh, one of the big ones I saw is where he sampled... um, he sampled, uh, I feel like it was a Fred Hammond song, I could be off, he definitely sampled one of these gospel artists, and he was kind of chopping it up and reflipping it, and then he's usually out there in a, what looks kind of like a field, um, kind of remaking these tracks, or re repurposing them for, um, you know, his quote-unquote Sunday service. Now, I think in the last week or so, Kim Kardashian, his wife, um, put up a Insta story, which was a uh, track listing of his new project, which got a lot of people in the church world kind of peaked. Uh, supposedly that this new project is going to be called, again, don't quote me here, I think it's like either Jesus is Lord or Jesus is King, and a lot of the song titles had a lot of church biblical kind of phrasings, so to speak. Um, now, to me, watching this happen, this is nothing new, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like Kanye didn't put out the song Jesus Walks way back in 2000. Um, so, for me to see him do this, or to do something even this much, I'm not surprised, you know what I mean? Now, someone may go, well, what's your opinion on it? Honestly, I don't have an opinion on it either way. Um, I know some people are like, yo, man, he's going to lead thousands of millions of people to Jesus, etc., etc. <laughs> so good that a celebrity is, you know, pointing people back to God. Now, maybe I'm glass half empty all the time, but I'm sorry. This is nothing new. You know what I mean? Like, people act like this is the first time this has ever happened. Or that Kanye has ever done this. Or that DMX didn't used to do this back in 97, 98. You know, he'd always end his albums with a prayer, a very Jesus-y kind of prayer. Um, so again, like, I'm not, like, I mean, that's, again, and then you could look at Chance the Rapper, who's been having a lot of Jesus references in his music for the last couple albums. So when people go, yo, man, anything that points back to God, that's okay with me, um, I, I definitely I, I share in that sentiment to some extent, 
but I also, you know, tend to be a little skeptical because, like, what perspective is that coming from? You know, is it just lip service? I think probably 20 years ago, I would have been way more dogmatic, way more judgmental. Probably in my old age, I'm just going, you know what? I'm, I'm better off taking care of myself and, and watching my own life probably more seriously than always trying to check up on somebody else. And, you know, Paul said, some people preach Christ out of faint, vain conceit, other preach it out of sincerity. You know, as long as Christ is preached, Paul's like, I'm good, right? Now, some people may go, well, what kind of Jesus are they really presenting? Is it a biblical Jesus? Is it an orthodox Jesus? Et cetera, et cetera. Look, there's a thousand nuances to this conversation. This could take about 17 podcasts <laughs> to even uh, to talk about it. But here's what I would like to explore. Here's one angle that I thought I would like to explore. This always strikes me as interesting. Because just recently, I think uh, Kanye put up a, or one of the Sunday Services songs was a remake of uh, the uh, Tupac, Dr. Dre song. It sounded like, and again, I listened to it really quick, but it sounded like it was a remake of California, but flipped up to all the lyrics being about the Holy Spirit. Um, so essentially what is going on here is what I would call, you know, it's a remake song, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, and here, here's where I want to pivot and stop. I, for as long as I've known Christian hip-hop and done Christian hip-hop, there has always been Christian hip-hop artists taking mainstream rap songs and repurposing them, almost like a parody, so to speak. Because if you if you would do it, it's like similar to what similar to what um, Weird Al would do. You know, technically it falls into the parody uh, genre, so to speak. Christian rappers have been given flack over this for years. Ah, Christian rap's not original. All they do is take what's popular and flip it, you know, biting, etc., etc. Christian rap has a bad reputation of taking what's popular in the mainstream and repurposing it for God's purposes at its own core. That's kind of what it's doing. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just the idea of parody, so to speak, right? Um... I always find it interesting when a mainstream artist, such as Kanye, essentially does the same thing, it's applauded in a lot of ways, right? Um, and again, I'm not, this is not a slight on Kanye, this is not a slight on Chance the Rapper, but Chance the Rapper taking Christian songs and repurposing them for what he's doing, meaning how great is our God, or Chance the Rapper taking gospel type vibes and repurposing them for his rap, this gets applauded by the mainstream. Ah, this guy's genius, X, X, Y, Z. When a Christian rapper does it, ah, it's corny, it's too churchy, I don't want to hear that. When Kanye takes a song that's essentially a mainstream song and reflips it for Jesus, oh man, that's genius, never thought about it that way, Christian rapper does it. Man, that's so corny, da 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 The double standard is... Um, is what I just wanted to talk about. I find this in super interesting. I'm not even coming from a place of like judgment towards it. I just think we are so, uh, we hold our heroes, our artistic heroes, our musical heroes up on such a pedestal. 
you know, it is to the point where we're like, the emperor has no clothes. I don't know if you've ever heard this, this tale. It's the story of the, of the emperor who, there was a tailor who essentially said, I'm going to make you this great, great outfit. And he's, and he starts to weave and there's really no, there's no clothes there. He's weaving in the air and he says, here you go. And he presents this outfit to the emperor. The emperor quote unquote puts it on. He's just really walking around naked and, and, and everybody in the town go and they say, check out the emperor's new clothes, right? And he walks around naked, but because nobody wants to speak up and say, that guy's naked, everybody goes, oh, that's great, that's awesome. Meaning, most of us, the majority of people in the world, are, we just follow the sheep, we just follow the crowd. If the crowd says, look up, we all look up. I don't know if you've ever done this experiment where if you get enough people staring at the roof, at the ceiling, and someone else will come along and you go, you see it? And they'll, and usually most people will go, yeah, I see it. There's nothing there. And uh, I feel like a lot of these things are happening to where we look at our heroes and go, ow, oh, they can do no wrong. And the funny thing about that Emperor's New Clothes story is there's this one little girl, I think, in the story, or one little boy that goes, that guy got no clothes on. <laughs> anyway, I'm curious about your thoughts. Here's the other thing that I think a lot of people either don't know about Kanye or maybe don't understand about Kanye um, that I find uh, very interesting because I have had experience in this area um, that it seems to be, uh, and I think he's admitted to it too, is that Kanye West is manic depressive or bipolar, okay? And if you know anything about manic depression or bipolar, uh, being bipolar, the whole idea and the whole idea behind being bipolar is that your brain swings between two extremes meaning most people tend to be right here bipolar or manic depression they go to two different sides they have the manic side or the depression side right so here here's two reasons why I want to I'm I'm familiar with this when I grew up my dad uh, was a a, a guardian of a bipolar manic depressive guy who my dad was kind of his trustee and uh, so I grew up with this guy off and on um, uh, I won't say his name I don't really even know where he is but there would be times where I would see this guy and he would be dressed like a Hare Krishna top to bottom look like a Hare Krishna next time I saw him he had cut off all his hair and looked super conservative next time I saw him he had been up for three days straight. Next time I saw him, he was institutionalized, right? So this guy's manic depression, when someone who has manic depression or bipolar swings to one side, the manic side, especially if they're creative or artistic, they become they can become multiple things. They can become uh, hypersexualized. They can become super charismatic. They can become super endearing, super creative. Uh, super extreme in their viewpoints, uh, but they also can become super productive and super creative genius, quote-unquote, level. When they swing to the other side, the depressive side, they'll say crazy stuff. Um, they will be, they could be borderline suicidal. Um, they can think the whole world is out to get them, etc., etc., etc. 
Now, if anything I'm saying here sounds like Kanye at different points in his life, people deal with manic depression and bipolar in everyday life. Everyday people deal with this all the time. It doesn't make headlines because it could just be somebody you know, right? And obviously there's different extremes to the manic depression. I believe we are seeing Kanye um, on the manic side. When we see him on the manic side, he's putting out a thousand albums, he's doing multiple production, he is, uh, and if you're, if you're bipolar and you're on that manic side, um, you feel like you're Superman, right? Um, so the, the problem with this sometimes, and again, this is just based on my conversation with my dad, by the way, my father is a, a, um, he is an art therapist, uh, also has a degree in psychology, so he's very familiar with this and we've talked about it at length. When you're on that side, it's almost like being high in a lot of ways. So when it swings to the other side, you almost feel like the worst person possible. So you don't want to get out of the manic side, right? The thing is, a lot of times the treatment for manic depression or, or bipolar is to give them a, uh, sometimes it's lithium, sometimes there's other drugs, and it's meant to curve those extremes. What happens is when they're on the manic side, they don't take their medication, they get off of it, because who would not want to feel that way? Get what I'm saying? Point of what I'm saying is, we see Kanye do this all the time. He swings to the other side, he's on the depression side, he says stuff like slavery was a choice, he's meeting with Donald Trump, he's uh, taking Taylor Swift's, you know, snatching her thing off the stage. I mean, we, you know, Kanye has a, has a, has a laundry list of, of crazy stuff he said where the whole world was out to get him. And I think, in my opinion, again, I could be I could be off here, but I think we're, when we're seeing that side of him, that's his depression side. When we're seeing him on this side, we're seeing him in his manic side. Um, and so you throw drugs, popularity, you throw alcohol, you throw Jesus on top of all this, and you throw the fact that, you know, you're... Um, uh, you know, in the public spotlight, you stir all that together and you have a recipe for massive success and massive disaster. Okay? So, all I'm saying is, you're absolutely right. We should be praying for guys like Kanye. I have watched um, people around me that have struggled with this uh, and my heart has been broken for them. You know what I mean? Because that same guy that I was talking about that I remember growing up with, he couldn't keep a job, um, he could not, uh, you know, he couldn't keep a girlfriend, he couldn't keep out of trouble, he couldn't keep off drugs, like, it just, it was a constant up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, um, I think eventually to where a point my dad was like, I can't be his guardian anymore, uh, cause it was too draining, so... Anyway, I'm going to take some questions. If you guys have some questions or comments, otherwise I'm going to go ahead and jump off. I would be curious to see what your thoughts are. Um, uh, Greg, my man Greg says, let's just keep him in prayer. I'm not a fan, but I think it's cool seeing him praising the Lord and bringing people together. You know what? I, I second that emotion. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, what else? Anybody else? Everybody's being very quiet in the chat about all this. Do you think it's a good thing? 
You think it's a bad thing? Have you listened to it? Have you watched it? He could be dropping a very Jesus-y rap album coming up pretty soon. What else we got here? Nobody's saying nothing. Alright, well. I guess on that note, I'm going to have the jet. Nick thinks it's bad. Yeah. Uh... I do find it, this This is an interesting point too, I think my, I have no opinion on this either, but someone was talking about Chance and NF's album that just dropped a couple months ago, about a month ago, um, because NF outsold Chance, and someone said, Chance has more Jesus on his album than NF does, <laughs> but Christians are like, Christian rapper debuts at number one! You know, like Christian Christian rap fans are like, we did it, we did it, freedom. <laughs> Sorry, I have really have no opinion on the amount of Jesus permitted in your songs. I it's not really a thing to me, but I just thought that was an interesting observation. Um, Justin says, good thing it's a good thing as long as you're on point biblically. Um, John Mark says, I watched a couple of clips and I didn't feel like it was glorifying God. I felt like it was glorifying Kanye. Huh. Morgan says, I missed the first part of your video. If you don't think Sunday service is the right thing, what would you like to see? What would you like to see? Ah, oh, man, your thing is cutting off there. What would you like to see? Uh, ah, what does that say? I felt like it was glorifying Kanye. Okay. Uh, if you don't think Sunday service is the right thing to see, what would you like to see Kanye do? No, I never said that. I never said I don't think it's the it's the right thing to do. I didn't. No, I definitely don't. I have no um, I have no qualms if people want to get together and write songs, and they could be all parodies for all I care. You know what I'm saying? Like if people want to get together and like that's their expression, even if even if it's 100% off. In my opinion, I'm not, and I'm not even saying it is. Um, more power to you. You know what I mean? Like I'm not far be it for me to tell anybody how they should or should not worship. Now, if you would come to go, is this a biblical way to do things? Um, then I would just have to go. Well, let's look at it in light of the scripture. But um, no, I mean Kanye's an artist. He's a rapper. He's a designer. That's what he should be doing. He should be doing those things. Uh, you know what I mean? And in, 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 in whatever way, shape, or form he wants to. Uh, Michaela Jane says, Lifestyle and what you preach to others are two different things. I won't be showing it to kids, That to my kids, that's for sure. Uh, Nate says, Is it a cool thing now to put Jesus on your songs? Uh, okay, two good points. Uh, Spirit Phil says, aren't you supposed to be boarding up your windows? What do you think, Phil? <laughs> it couldn't be any more sunny outside. No, you know what? I want to pause this and just tell everyone, Florida is a big state, guys. I, I think sometimes we think, oh, a hurricane's coming. Everyone is running for cover. Um, it's a big state. Actually, now that it's kind of parked out over the Bahamas, no one really knows what's going to do, but I'm totally fine. But, you know, I'm being sarcastic, but thank you for your concern. Um... Totally lost my train of thought here. What was that question? The question was, 
was the question here? Lifestyle and what you preach are two different things. That is very true. That's absolutely true. Nick says, I would like people to take a real stand for Jesus, not some halfway attempt. These guys are role models. Uh, these guys are role models. I totally agree your point, Nick. Um, but I also have to think back sometimes when I was a really young believer and the dumb stuff that I might have done sometimes out of ignorance sometimes out of immaturity um, like I go back and listen to my old raps and I'm like this is so off you know what I mean like I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying uh, yeah this is a tough one because you do want to hold people to a standard um, but at the same token like does God hold people to a standard when it comes to just wanting to worship him meaning does he say once you achieve this level of holiness you can point back to me I would have to say no because I mean the woman the woman that was the notorious sinner that came up and gave Jesus uh, and washed his feet with her perfume and with her hair I believe that was an act of worship right she was a notorious sinner to the point where they're like, dude, get this girl off you. And and Jesus took that. Because it can't, really, you know what it really comes down to, in my humble opinion? I don't think it comes down to a level of holiness. I think it comes down to a level of sincerity. Right? Because you can have, on the surface, it looks like everything is together. Some worship leader at some church, killing it, and just living a complete double life. Right? I don't think that's worship that God accepts. You can have a complete sinner. In fact, Jesus even talked about this. He said two people stood in two people stood in the temple for prayer. One was a righteous Pharisee, uh, and the Pharisee said, "Here's all the things I do. I give away this much of my money. I pray this many times a day. Thank you, God, that I'm not like this other guy who's standing next to me praying." Right? And the other guy who's standing next to him praying, he goes. He just beats his chest and says, God have mercy on me, I'm a sinner. Jesus said that the guy that just literally said, have mercy on me, walked away justified and the Pharisee didn't. That's a pretty interesting statement, which shows that what you see on the surface is never an indicator of what their heart, the heart is, right? So that's why I'm usually kind of hesitant to, to throw a blanket statement on anything's, anybody's motives. Um, I certainly think you can judge the fruit, but at the same token, you know, there's one thing I know I can do. There's one thing I know I can do 100% accurately, and that's and that's myself. I can take care of myself, and and I can and I can work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. That's the one thing that I have control over. That's 100% accurate. Um, these are good discussions. Let me grab a couple more questions. I'm gonna probably jump off. Uh, Cody says, Cody Brady says, on the subject of Jesus and big artists, what do you think about Chance the Rapper praising Jesus on one song? And then blah 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 blah. Um, I think I kind of talked about that a little bit, but I'll, I'll jump back on that. Um, well, again, it, it comes down to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think here's the one thing we seem to forget, and I can say this as an artist: 
when we see our art, when we put out our artistic expression, you are looking at a snapshot. It's almost like a still frame on our lives, right? It's like we pause the story and let you look at that's what our story is right now. How many of us at certain points of our lives, if they would just pause the story and then broadcast it to the entire world, how many of us would be embarrassed of the things we've done, right? That's one thing to really think about because I think about my, when I was a young believer or just not even at the point of like totally walking in holiness, you know what I mean, or sanctification, if you would have paused my story and I somehow had the ability to make albums at that point and I was able to broadcast that to millions of people, you would have definitely seen some some levels of uh, hypocrisy on many, many levels. You know what I'm saying? So, again, with Chance, the old dogmatic KJ from back 20 years ago would have been like, this is hypocrisy and double standard and da 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 and I probably would have been like super judgmental about it. I'm like to the point now, um, I think I'm, you know what it is? Here's what it is. When you ask me my opinion on that, you say, well, what do you think about that? I think I'm looking at somebody that is trying to figure it out and we're watching it happen in real time. Uh, Spiritfield says, one last question, are you still in the Illuminati asking for a friend? (laughs) Nate says, I'm wondering who his mentors are and where he's getting his leadership from. Well, that might be the, 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 the answer. Maybe it's nobody. You know what I mean? Maybe he has no leaders or mentorship in his life. Maybe he does, and he's not paying attention. Maybe he does, and they're semi in his life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a many links in the chain that you can go, well, here's the problem, here's the fix it, and stuff like that. But if you're not really in it, it's really hard to know what the deal is. Uh, and for the three millionth time, yes, I'm still in the Illuminati, though uh, my, um, my uh, membership has been suspended for not paying dues. Um, so I think I- I get now. <laughs> uh, anyway, big shout out to everybody. I got to jump off. I got things to do. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for your commentaries. I hope you